quitters never okay. give up. Uh. You got these? All right. Have you ever had a dream? Because I didn't give up, Bean. You just gave the answer. Quitters never give up. Quitters never give up. Are the words that came out of his mouth. Embarrassed or humiliated or ashamed, he was proud of himself. Don't tell me the American dream. I'm not so lucky that my mind drifted as well. Don't tell me the American dream is dead. I love that. Even though most of the jokes were at my expense, by the way. I heard my shrill ass voice in there too. Very good. I like that. I tried to get everybody in there, but. I, I only had a little bit of time. All right. Uh, should we start with the uh, headline from the Quitters Never Give Up newsroom? All right. July 6th was uh, Stryker's last day. He's no longer on the morning show, and it sounded like he's not on K-Rock very much at all anymore. Um, it was nice to hear all the listeners wish him well and uh, give a heartfelt goodbye. Uh, and he also gave a heartfelt goodbye to everybody. And uh, I thought the best way to commemorate it was to play the moment uh, where they recap about all the weird things that Stryker did when he covered for Bean. Crazy Bean. Well, that's what I learned. I just, I started seeing, you know, I, I never listened to the show when I'm out, and this time was no exception, but I did still keep track of some things on social media, and I kept seeing... Every day, it seemed like people were gobsmacked about some other weird thing they found out about you. Apparently, you having a tail is like the 11th weirdest thing about you. I think that is. But to me, all these weird things or quirks, I don't even remember what I said on the Kevin Bean show because it's normal talk to me. This is stuff that happens in my everyday life. Uh, did Stryker develop some sort of a uh, a thing where he had to call you kevin like he 10 did, times a day he did leave a lot of messages for and me what's, what's that about um they were all different and i couldn't understand and i couldn't have loved it more <laughs> and i'm upset because he stops leaving me voicemails now we're well, he- allowed to leave the voicemails i'll get back on that as soon as something hits me that i would like to call you about but one of the things that i loved about being on the show you guys was actually talking to humans face-to-face. It was so fun to be in there and just unload verbally with everybody. Here's one of the messages that he left for me, Pete. Ted, you're an idiot. We're at the Merv Griffin house. That's not it. Sorry. That's me leaving a message for Stryker calling (laughs) him an idiot. That's the opposite. That's very different. Ted, do you have OCD? Is that part of where your quirks come from? Um, I don't think it's OCD. I just think... My brain goes very fast, and it always has. And uh, I don't think I've never been diagnosed with that. I'm okay. a psychiatrist, though, but I don't, I don't think I have OCD. Right, we All were right. talking about deal breakers that are meaningless, tiny little deal breakers. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't be a deal breaker in a relationship, but they have become that. Yeah. Uh, Allie had thumbs. Yeah, if you have, like, weird toe thumbs, I'm not into it. But then we glanced over, and he had, like, Three pages of notes. (laughs) Here's the first one being of insignificant deal breakers for couples. This is the first one striker had. These are deal breakers. I'm not saying I've broken up with people over this because normally I'm not the one breaking up. They have broken up with me. But number one doesn't like chimpanzees. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I love chimpanzees in overalls and striped shirts. And if a girl wasn't into it, I'm like, you're done. (laughs) Number so, one. I mean, we weren't expecting that. Mm-mm. How did how, has that has that ever come up in conversation with a date or a potential date, Ted? 
I was frustrated at a girl in the past because she was confusing an orangutan, which is the animal from that Clint Eastwood movie many years ago, uh-huh. and a chimpanzee, which was Michael Jackson's animal. Right, and I was just right. very frustrated, and I'm a big fan of both of those animals, but especially chimpanzees because one time in my life I got to hold one's hand and feed him a banana. And if they dislike that, that's just, I, yeah, I can't have that. But how is that number one on your list is what we're asking. How's that the first one? I mean, it should be satisfying. Like serial killers should be ahead of that. Sure. As a deal breaker. No, we were, but we were talking about insignificant deal breakers. That's so, okay. Yeah. Um, true or false, Ted? And again, this is something I may have read incorrectly on the social media. You have never had peanut butter or coffee. That is 100% true. Impossible, sir. It's not. I've never had a Reese's Pieces. I've never had peanut butter. I've never had a peanut butter cookie, and I've never, I've never had coffee. Insane. How come? I, I don't. First of all, the only hot liquid that I like is when I'm sick. Matzo ball soup, oh. or if I have a lot of time, it's the hot chocolate at K Rock. But it just takes too long to drink coffee, and I don't really like it that much. The smell, in particular, so I don't even put it in my mouth. Never had it once. I've made it in life this far. I don't need it. And the peanut butter, I just don't like the texture or the smell of that either. That's a texture but, thing. But yeah. when you were like three years old, didn't your mom make you a peanut butter sandwich at some point, like like all moms do? I had cream cheese sandwiches. Ugh. Why didn't your mom like you? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else did I miss from Ted? I mean, it's hard to even remember all of it. Yeah. It was like every day he would say something and we'd be mid conversation and he just let something slip in. And then all of a sudden we'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. <laughs> back up. What are you talking about, right, Stryker? Let me ask Stryker a question, and then, Bean, I think you'll get part of what the magic was. Stryker, would you please recap for us Splash with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Louis Anderson? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Re- go ahead. Recap that. Go ahead. Okay, re- but recap it. What happened? Striker's greatest day ever, apparently. <laughs> he told us twice, Bean, and he couldn't get through it either time. Uh, Louis. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, Ted. They were, supposed oh, to, they were supposed to dive, synchronized dive at the same time, and they were just, they just both fell basically at different times. And he's like, how did they practice that? How did they come down to that? How did they, it was such a funny visual. But he couldn't get through the story ever. Because Jay had the seven foot one Hall of Fame basketball player in Louis Anderson for some reason on a high dive. <laughs> doing a nice dive. <laughs> it's a pretty great idea. All right, Ted. Well, we couldn't love you any more than we do right now. Thank you again for all the fill in work, and I uh, hope to see you around real soon. All right, my friend. That was a lot of weirdness that we learned about Stryker while he filled in, and it was just hilarious to me. I couldn't clip it down. I tried to, but everything was just remember. funny. When he sat in for Bean for a while, he was really good. Yeah. And, yeah, they brought yeah. up the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Louis Anderson thing. So I looked it up on YouTube. It was funny, but Stryker just, he could not even do the story. Yeah. Great call. Great pull there, Christopher. Well, and anyways, we wish uh, Stryker the best of luck. Hope to hear him on a podcast or a radio station or somewhere soon. All right, so I've been working on some audio because I, I've been 
a little bored. Here's this theme. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. This week on the Roundup, uh, we have uh, Janky Town. It, they didn't talk about a lot of new stuff. They did do a lot of emails from Janksters about joining Patreon and what the interest is in joining Patreon. It looks like it's going to happen. It looks like the Janksters are interested in doing it. Uh, one of the perks was Omar said do a drawing for anybody on Patreon that he would a set, DJ set for them, which is pretty cool. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, that's a great gift or a great uh, tier. Uh, hopefully he leaves the reggaeton horn at home, but yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be. I think you're paying extra for that. Uh, Hell yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm saying bring the reggaeton horn. That's no, the okay. top tier. Just... It's like stalker level for a cup of tea. It's the reggaeton level. I have this whole vision of a wedding where, like, the bathroom selfie is taken to another level where it's, like, baked into the actual professional photography. And there's just, like, all these wedding photos of them all in the bathroom together posing. (laughs) I have a weird mind. I like it. All right. That sounds good. For you, Lindsay. (laughs) Thank you. Omar, call me. (laughs) <laughs> um this week on uh, cup of tea in the chat bean introduced us to a 107 year old pianist ali thinks that standing in line is a travel memory they will find out if maine is more dangerous than syria and australia and they wonder if bean killed a peacock okay ali's getting into soccer but she needs luke's help to figure out where to watch it so i sure did watch it on my vpn through my computer I didn't need to do that. I hey could have just uh, watched Luke it. from Boulder. Just a quick yeah. update on the yeah. uh, the Gold Star premium package that Ali needed yeah. for her cable yeah. to watch yeah. the Euro soccer match between England uh-huh. and Germany. That channel is called ESPN. Oh. I know it's wild okay. and crazy and it costs a lot of yeah. extra money. And, you know, you got to get the diamond platinum package. Right. Uh, but that's it. That's the uh-huh. one. You could have just turned on ESPN, Ali, and you would have yeah. had it right there for you instead of doing mm-hmm. your crazy VPN stuff. All right. Catch you later. So, yeah, that's Luke, uh, who was on our podcast a few episodes back, helping Ali figure out how to watch soccer on her TV. It was on ESPN. She didn't have to go through a VPN and all that stuff. The next thing I want to focus on is, is Bean still the healthiest man alive? Now, a couple of scary things were happening with Bean, where he was having temporary blindness, and he's just fainting all over the place. You know, it just brought into question whether or not he's still the healthiest man alive. And he refused a little bit to go to the doctor, which... Made me very concerned. Yeah, I did hear that. When he said he was fainting all the time, that doesn't sound very healthy to me. But but Bean is a doctor, so maybe I should defer to his expertise. <laughs> I don't know. Temporary blindness, fainting? I would be at the doctor right away. I don't care. Doesn't he go to the doctor? And then the doctor says what Allie said? He said he was going to go. That's the last update okay. that I heard. Uh, one teabagger called in and uh, tied together this uh, thing that Bean always wonders is, how someone could be really healthy or appear to be healthy and then all of a sudden uh, drop dead. Hi, this message is for Dumbass Bean. Hi, Dumbass Bean. So you know your weird confusion on how someone can be perfectly healthy one day and then be just dead the next? Mm -hmm. Heart attack or like an aneurysm or something? Right. Well, they probably saw spots 
or fainted or something weeks, days before and didn't go to the doctor like their friend Allie told them to. That's probably why they just felt fine and woke up dead. Just a thought. Thanks, dumbass bean. Wow, really, really I mean, coming at me. I support, I support <laughs> every word of what she said. Every single word. So yeah, dumbass bean, we hope he goes to the doctor. We hope he's well. Real quick, that was a great bit that they used to do with Ralph, where Bean just could not understand. You're fine one day and you yeah. die of a heart attack. Ralph used to get so upset. What's wrong with you? You don't understand how a heart attack works? Well, then there's that whole thing with Allie where she was like, her brain was leaking or something like that. And she yes, didn't go to the doctor either. They talked to Dr. Drew about it, I thought. And then yeah. I don't know but, if anything actually came out of it. But at that time, there was another story in the news of somebody having leakage out their nose and their brain fluid was draining out their nose. All right, the next podcast I want to go over really quick is Hollywood Babylon. So one of the reasons we do the roundup is to keep uh, listeners uh, up to date on what's going on in all the podcasts. Now, Hollywood Babylon struggled a bit during the pandemic because they had to basically change their format. They had to do Cape commentaries where they reviewed Batman 66. So I kind of know that people that listen to Hollywood Babylon may not want to continue listening. They may not be interested in Batman 66. And maybe they couldn't listen to podcasts anymore because they weren't driving or commuting during the pandemic. So this is kind of something that I thought would help catch everybody up and as well recap Cape Commentaries with a segment uh, that they did called Kev's Cape Commentary Catchphrase Bingo. So this is basically nine themes that Kevin would constantly riff on while they were watching Batman 66. And each one he would just work in one particular way. So the first one is Kevin mentions how old everyone is. So basically the show shot in 1966 and it seems like everybody's a grandpa. There's only like two young people. It's it's Robin and whatever mall is on that week. The next is anytime there wasn't any action, there wasn't any, any crime going on or Batman wasn't around. Kevin would always say, as a kid, I'm watching this and I'm already bored. Basically just showing how his attention span was as a kid and probably still is today because he's smoking a bunch of weed the next one is uh i'm burning forever in the atomic pile which is hard to explain essentially in the cave there's an atomic generator and in one of the early episodes someone falls in there and so every time he sees the bat cave he references this atomic pile and this person burning forever it's so amazing that these guys can get any thought process moving any thinking done with that screeching in the background <laughs> See how it burns. Look at it brightening. Each each pulse is extending her undying eternal death by another another hour. Bingo! <laughs> Help me! Extinguish me! Save me, you fucking heroes! <laughs> so yeah, that that's how Kevin would riff on that whole theme every time. Uh, that was an episode where it was a, a female villain or henchman, henchwoman, and yeah, she fell yeah. into the atomic pile. Yeah, and he was always yeah. tripped up by that. What about Tall Man? Because Alfred was unusually tall, so he would uh, sing this song for him. <laughs> this guy ain't tall enough. They got to sit everybody down around him so he looks even bigger. Where is Tall Man? Where is Tall he is Man? He's not a small man. I'll give you that. The next one is uh, he'd ask if someone is dead or not. You know, it's 1966, so he'd always go, I wonder if that person's dead or not. 
And then this one was a kind of an odd one that only had for a couple of months. He would constantly ask Ralph, has he watched Mayor of Easttown yet? Because Mayor of Easttown was filmed in Philadelphia. And so Kevin Stoner brain would always go to Ralph. Have you seen Mayor of Easttown yet? Ralph would always say no. It was hilarious. The last one involves Anne Harriet and Alfred. Kevin graphically and at great length describes a sexual scenario involving Aunt Harriet and or Alfred. Speaking of which. Look who's coming to visit in the middle of the night. Little Miss Socialite Sociopath herself. Where's my Alfred? She came to fuck Egbert, and Alfred's like... (laughs) (laughs) She's like... If I can't have Alfred, I'll fuck Egbert. I've come to lay Egbert. If if you don't know, Anne Harriet uh, was old even on that show. It was just a nice old woman, and he would always just put some really graphically... uh, sexual thing and it just would crack me up each time anyhow that's a area before you go i do remember he would always kevin always had these ideas that aunt harriet and any other older actress had a huge rivalry because they're like you got that role on batman you know and i could have done it which was kind of funny actually yeah he he would always make fun of the chief of police that he didn't do anything and and uh commissioner gordon that they they had no no idea how to do their jobs. But anyhow, that's Catchphrase Bingo with Hollywood Babylon, and that's the podcast roundup. Well done. We move on to Jen's segment. I was digging around in the archives looking for a whole bunch of other things. The, that archive, when you search things, I mean, it takes opens up all these other worlds of Kevin and Bean stuff. So this is one fun little thing that I found. It is the world famous K Rock 106.7 KROQ, and it's the Kevin and Bean Show at 7:29. We're about to try something here that's uh, that's probably not going to work, but we're going to try it anyway. We have uh, we have these this brainiac engineer here at K Rock, and we told him that we were going to be talking to this guy from Discover Magazine about technology of the future. This must be Ashley, by the way, because yeah. I can't shut that guy up every time he's yeah. in a room with me. He yeah. does nothing but talk about uh, about brilliant things. Here's what I can do. Here's what I can do. Here's what I can do. So we said, all right, try this. We'd like to call the future. We'd like to not wait to find mm-hmm. out if all of that stuff that we just talked to that guy about happens. Mm-hmm. Give sure. us a phone line to the future. So he says he's done it. He's hooked it up here in the studio, but it's untested. So we're just going to try it and see if, see if it works. We could actually call K-Rock 20 years from now. No it, kidding. That's what he says. To the year 2025? That's what Ashley says, that we can okay. call the future and find out what's happening with ourselves. Wow. And we could ask ourselves if all of that stuff that we just talked about came true. All right, before you dial, sir, you had a question? What do you guys do over there after the show's aired? You just send the tape straight over to the Smithsonian? Well, we'll see. We'll if see how this, this works. Goes. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, which, well, how do I dial? Right here? That button right there. All right. Damn. Yeah, this is going to work. A lot more area codes in the future. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> Call in the year 2025 now. Future K-Rock. Hello? Hello? Is this the future? This is the future. What year? Is this Dave? <laughs> yeah. The hey. king of Mexico? Who's this? Kevin and Bean. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You, do you, do you, do we still work there, Dave? You guys don't know. It's uh, now the Ralph and Lightning Show. What year is it? <laughs> it's 2025. I thought you said the Ralph and Lightning Show. <laughs> yes, it is. The Ralph and Lightning Show. Can you answer phones? Yes. 
Dave, you've got to be like 45 years old. What are you doing answering phones at K-Rock? It's a steady career, Bean. <laughs> You're still there? Oh, my yeah. God, he has can children. We, can we talk to... Uh, oh, my God. Can we talk to uh, Ralph and or Lightning? Yes, hold, please. All right, thank you. Please, hold. Okay. That's right, Lightning Man. I've never seen anybody with a lowered hovercraft before. <laughs> hey, Ralph. Oh, jeez. Hey, buddy people. You're listening to the Lightning and Ralph Show here on the Galaxy Famous K-Rock. Stick around because in a few minutes we'll be calling a 7-Eleven on Venus, and we're going to try to get them to sell us a ticket for the mega solar system lottery. The jackpot is up to 19 trillion AmeriCredits. Ralph, what I do with 19 trillion AmeriCredits, I'll tell you. And don't forget, we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of the most exciting and dynamic contest in radio history. Summer Road Trip Milky Way 2025. We're going to say out a name of a, uh, a K-Rock Space Team member, and uh, if you call in, you get your choice between two different amazing trips. It's Chris Martin and Wings on Moon Base Alpha. Wow. Or you can pick your choice of Crazy Town on the International Space Station. So that's going to be terrific. That's good stuff. Hey, guys. to call out that Narvog Glipsnorn from Mars. You have 10 microticks to call in the town. 1-800-520-1067. Stick around. We'll be right back with Funny Man. Bobby Slayton here on the world's galaxy-famous K-Rock. Wow. Please hold. Oh, jeez. That's quite a show. Hey, Ralph? Yeah. Hey, it's Kevin and Bean. Kevin and and Bean? Yeah, we're calling from the past. We're calling from the year 2005. Hey, ladies, Kevin and Bean. No way. Is it really 2025 where you are? It sure is, guys. How you doing? We're good. Well, we're fine, but we're so confused right now. What happened to us? When did we leave the show, Ralph? Oh, wow. Uh, Let me think. Uh... See, Kevin left about 10 years ago. 10 years. All right. Okay. Yeah. Kevin's now uh, the Secretary of Godjucation for President Bush. <laughs> Secretary of what? Godjucation. Godjucation. Yeah. They, they combine education and God now into one thing. <laughs> I see. Oh, I see. Now, which, which Bush is president in 2025? Jenna. 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 Is president. Okay. Yeah, there's right. been a Bush in the office every year for the past uh, 20 years now. Well, except for that brief stint where Ron Jeremy was president. <laughs> wow. Everybody thought it'd be that... funny to write in his name. It turned out it actually passed. Wow. Now, yeah. So, Kevin left about uh, 2015. When did I leave? This is Bean, Ralph. Oh, you left about, uh, I guess it was 2008, I guess, you were done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You're, uh, well, you're just a brain inside a bottle now. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they do use your brain to run the U.S. Post Office, so you're very <laughs> oh, happy. Oh, I'm so happy to find out that's my future. Now, yeah. here's, why, here's why we're calling, guys, and it's very exciting that, that this technology yeah. works. Yes, Lisa's Hi, with us. Wow, that is spooky. Why? Weird. Why? What? Well, it's just, it's weird to hear your voice again, Lisa. It's just weird. What's she, what happened to her? Well, we're really not supposed to talk about dead people uh, in the past. She died? Oh, no. To me. Oh, you want to go there, Ralph? Come on. When talk. did she die? Yeah. Uh, she died, I guess, uh, 2011, I guess it was. That's Doing what? what happened to her? Uh, she was murdered, murdered by Jared Leto. Oh, <laughs> why? Wait a minute. Hold during, on. During butthole week. Hold on a second. Oh, no. It, it was, was an accidental a, killing. It was. It was a, uh, a horrible uh, colon perforation accident. Oh. <laughs> Ralph, we're supposed to have Jared Leto on earlier this morning in 2005. Wow, that's when it all started. Oh, see, because Lisa's all dressed up and she's got the... Get her the hell out of there. The diamond earrings, all right. Get her out, you can save her life. Okay, Lisa, we're going to have to send you home. It'll save your life. Now, Ralph, the reason that we uh, made the call in the first place is because we were talking to the senior editor of Discover Magazine. And he oh, was, he was, that was a good bit. He was telling us about the technology in the future, about private space flight and how they're going to engineer uh-huh. sales so that uh, <laughs> oh, it'll right. prevent the aging process yeah, uh-huh. and how we won't have to stand in line at grocery stores, mm-hmm. brain implants, a lot of other stuff. Is that stuff, has it come true in 2025? No, no none of that came true. None of it? Are you kidding me? No. There's no, there's no flights at all anymore. Since, you, uh, we ran out of oil. 
Oh. Yeah. Now, uh, well, there's flights, but they're all bungee flights now. Bungee flights? Yeah. Like, you want to go to Vegas, they will stretch a rubber band from Vegas to your house and clip it to your belt, and then you jump. Is that right? And then you That's just fly on a rubber band uh, right, right to Vegas. Wow. It's really quite exciting. That's yeah. a big rubber band. I'll tell you, box cutters are more of a terrorist weapon than ever right now. Because they, like they cut, your, you cut your rubber band, man. You are screwed. There's still terrorism in 2025? Sadly, yes. Oh. Less now because there's no oil. Everybody uh, rolls around in uh, GW. V's, the uh, gerbil wheel vehicles. Gerbil wheel vehicles. Yeah, it's like a big gerbil wheel, and you run on it. He yeah. told us that we were going to have like uh, this amazing hydrogen cars, yeah. and there was going to be zero emission. No, it's all it's all manpower now. It takes you about an hour and a half to get down the block. Wow! wow. Like he's got backwards. spinners on his wheel. It's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we're going backwards in twenty years. No, not at all. We've got the uh, the all you can eat buffets now here in America. Well, we've had that forever here. Already. Oh no! See, it used to be those were all you thought you could eat buffets. Mm-hmm. Uh, these buffets, they actually stick an electrode in your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they measure how much food you've eaten, mm-hmm. and it's literally as much as you, can, as you can eat. You can't take any more than what they've got. No kidding. Yeah, that's e- how you know e- for sure. That's great. Even if it's uh, even if it's wafer thin, especially if it's wafer thin. <laughs> Super <laughs> Steve will be very happy, very excited about that. What what else is going on? Can you tell us any more about the future? Uh, nobody has sex anymore. Why? What? Yeah, because we all wear sex pants now. What are sex pants? Sex pants. Uh, they're pants that come with a suction device for men or a vibrating device for women. Right. And people just walk down the street going, ah! <laughs> all day long. It's a little spooky initially, but we all got used to the moans and the groans. And you never have interaction with the other sex? No, this, it, the girls are icky. Well, that sounds terrible. It, it's wow. now the official model of the United States that women are no goddamn good. Oh. Is that right? It's the official motto. Yeah, well, it's on all the, uh, the mail because beans, you know, run the post office. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't know that I'm very pleased about some of the advances of the future, Rob, except getting off this show. That makes me happy. But other than that, everything else sounds weird. Yeah, well, you're going to be so surprised when you find out that Omar's last name was Bin Laden. What? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Your yeah. last name is Bin Laden? No. Yeah, well, that's what he tells you now. You're, you're a guy. Oh, no. Dude. No. Get a picture. Get a picture. Draw a beard on him in a turban. You'll see what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. All right. Hey, how's All Lightning right. as a partner? Oh, he's hysterical. Is he? Yeah. yeah, we had a brain transplant. <laughs> Excellent. We put one in Lightning, and oh, you wouldn't believe how smart he is now. <laughs> I bet he is. He overslept this morning, though, but uh, other than that, it's pretty good. I love it. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go because we have a very busy show down here on uh, on uh, planet Earth in 2005, but we would like to check back in the future from time to time if that's okay, guys. Oh, we'd love to hear yeah. from you. And Lisa, seriously, yeah. get the hell out of the studio. Listen, we'll send oh, her out. No worries. At 9 o'clock, just before Jared Leto gets here this morning, we'll send her home. It's just a huge poop explosion. You don't want to even hear about it. <laughs> no, we really don't. No. All right. Thank you, Ralph, in 2025. All right. Thanks, okay. guys. Bye Take now. Care. Well, that aged well. Yeah, right? I have to give you credit, though. I'd love to find the oldest clip. I don't think I've ever seen something from 2005. So, well done. Yeah, that was a good yeah, one. I, I thought it was hilarious how Dave was still there. It's a... Yeah, and the whole thing like Lisa was the first to go. Lightning was after Ralph, so yeah. all four of those people were kind of unceremoniously fired first in the in the line of order. And Kevin is the only one of that group that survived, really, or I guess Dave too. All right, shall we move on to the week that was? Okay, let's go back to the week that was. Kevin and Bean finally got back from vacation, so in 2010. I'm just going to play the intro. This was from Thursday. It just kind of tells you what was going on at the time. And now I'd like to introduce to you DJ 90210. DJ 90210. Right, right. So what kind of music do you want to do? Um, rock, punk rock, hip hop, um, 
techno, smooth jazz, R&B, old school rap, old school punk, and old school R&B. Go, so everything. Yes. Mmm, tasty, I'm in. Where do I get tickets? I find him extremely handsome. Restraining order. And now. I cannot burn the goddamn house down. But me first. Our feature presentation. So that week, you heard uh, Dewan A. Johnson. Omar was trying to teach him to be a DJ. So I do like that he mentioned every genre of music possible as his uh, as his DJ. Okay, now we also heard it was uh, one of Beer Mug's great characters, Kip Kapilski. <laughs> what happened was they were doing Exotica LA. That's some adult thing. Ralph used to go to it every year. And uh, Beer Mug just made this character up. And so they kind of mocked him a little bit later. Kevin Bean decided they were going to call him on the carpet. Why is that. Beer Mug on the phone? Why are we talking to Beer Mug on his day off? Hey, Beer, Mo- Beer Mug. What up, home slices? We are talking to him because he is the new commercial guru. Oh, Genius. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The commercial that we're running for Erotic LA, which is this weekend. I don't know how this came about or how it happened, but I'm interested in hearing, first of all, uh, how you came up with the name. Hi, this is Kim Kapilski. <laughs> Hi, this is Kip Kapilski. Simply, simply put, he's a uh, he's a third generation Polish sleazy porn producer. Okay, is that what they wanted? Did a- they say uh, come up with a name? Did they write it? How did this come about? Yeah, well, you know, uh, Brian Vasquez, he puts you in the studio and he gets you, you know, gets you in the zone, and he told me to come up with a name. So, so you made up Kip Kapilski? Yeah, that's yeah. the name oh, you so- made up. Okay, so you're basically creating a character here of a porn, a Polish porn producer. That person doesn't exist. That's what I created in my head, yes, man. Okay, wow. and how is he Pol- Polish? Method. I don't understand. It's just sounds... I think uh, Kapilski is a you know a okay, Polish I see. last name, but not but not why? the voice. Okay, because okay. what do you mean why? You don't question the magic. Lisa. Okay. <laughs> Hi, this is Kim Kapilski, and I'm here today with Joanna Angel, superstar from Burning Angel. So, hi and welcome back, Joanna. Hey. I like that he's uh, welcoming her back as if he's got some kind of ongoing series going. <laughs> I understand you'll be welcoming all your fans and signing autographs again this year at Erotica LA. It's held at the LA Convention Center on June 6th through the 8th, which is coming up pretty fast. Yeah, I love Erotica LA. That's uh, that's good work, uh, Muggs. I mean, you don't sound like you're reading. It sounds very natural, like it's a real conversation. Right, I think right, it's right. Kip. What's the voice? Where'd the voice come from? Um, Did you make why that do you up have to talk like this? Did you make that up as well. Kind of like the, you know the the annoying pukey you know announcer mm-hmm. voice. That but I was how? Go for. But how is that good? How does that make people want to listen to the commercial? Um, I think it catches your attention for about ten seconds before you turn it off. Here's what we're afraid of. We're afraid that people will hold your voice and your commercial against a pretty good event. And they, maybe fewer of them would go this weekend. And we'd like to say, don't let this scare you off. I don't think it, it would. Yeah. Is this real? Because it is a tremendous uh, event. And Ralph goes, and he's going again this weekend. He goes every year. It's unbelievable the stuff they come up with at Erotic LA. But this actress that you're talking to, she's a, she's a real-life porn actress? She's a real-life porn actress. And what happened was, obviously, I, you know, I don't want to give away the magic or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, line. let me see if I can guess the magic. You cut your lines, you didn't hear her. She cut her lines, she didn't hear you. Exactly. Yeah, because uh. if she had heard you, she would have said no. <laughs> it's a once-a-year event where all the adult entertainment stars converge with their fans and then just let it all hang out. There's great shows, there's one-of-a-kind products, and best of all, the crowds. You never know what to expect. Okay, here's my favorite part. 
They're going to hang out. They're going to sign autographs. You never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Kip comes back and says, Sounds pretty outrageous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Well, oh when God. you have people in a room signing autographs, it can get crazy. <laughs> now, you read that line, sounds outrageous, but you don't know what she was saying, right? So, and, I, uh, just, and she didn't know you were saying sounds outrageous, so she didn't really say anything too outrageous. Well, you know what? You know what's funny? That line was cut in from a previous line that was taken out asking her if she had any tattoos. And she, which she then replied, oh, yeah, I have a couple. Oh, where are they? Oh, I have a couple here and a couple here. And that's where I, you know, did my long, drawn-out, outrageous line. Oh, a because because okay. tattoos are because outrageous. Tattoos are yeah. outrageous. I can see how that works outrageous. so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty outrageous. <laughs> There's almost nobody today walking around with a tattoo. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Sounds pretty outrageous. Now, um, we're not going to have a lot of Kip in the future, are we? I hope so. I mean, it isn't really going to be an ongoing thing. I, I, I mean, I would, I'd love to uh, bring him back any anytime you want, guys. Sounds pretty outrageous. I don't uh, Mug, is part happening. of what's going on here that you're working in the studio with Jed the Fish in the afternoons, and maybe some of that's rubbing off on you. Maybe Jed's rubbing off on you. I don't know what goes on. But, I mean, it sounds like you're starting to become crazy like him. I think I think he has rubbed off on me quite a bit, actually. Jed, what do you think's <laughs> happening? What do you think's happening <laughs> with your intern? When President Polk had 11 toes. <laughs> Good point. Ryan's Roses now is presented by the Kevin Abid Players. Word Ryan for word. Chris, take word, it away. This happened on his show, Word for Word. Okay. Uh, Ryan. Elaine is with us. She's been dating a guy for two years. She met him at work. They're co-workers. Uh, they've been keeping it secret. You're not exclusive. You've been uh, pushing the issue. He doesn't want to commit that he's ready. So is there another girl? We're going to call him now. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call blank on the radio. Uh, okay. Yeah. Ryan, you have my permission to call blank. Okay. Which, by the way, doesn't get him off the hook for any of you that think it does. Right? Okay. Does it, oh. does it make it FCC legal right. to call and put the guy on the radio? Okay. okay, now, be very quiet. Patty, come over to the microphone. You're going to offer him flowers and see if he sends them to Elaine. And we also want to wait and see what he puts on the card. That's the key. So quiet, everybody. Here we go. Ring. <laughs> That's our phone. Is that the phone ringing? <laughs> Mike picks it up and says, Hello? Hi, may I speak to Mike, please? Yeah, this is Mike. <laughs> Hi, good morning, Mike. My name is Patty. I'm calling from Twilight Flowers. I'm calling because you've been chosen to receive a free dozen roses. They are completely free, and you can send them to whoever you want. I don't need any information from you. I just need, I don't need a billing address or anything. I don't need a credit card, a home address, or anything. I don't need anything. See, well, that's that the happens. key. That's the key is that they call, but they don't need any There's personal no information. Oh, okay. If it's free, then it sounds good. Okay, who would you like to send them to? Um, I would like to send them to my fiance. Your fiance? And uh, what's her name? Amy. Okay, uh, now see, Amy's oh, not Elaine. Wait a minute. Oh, this is a different see, one. Oh, He's Elaine's going to be very dis- oh, The actress playing Elaine is going to be very disappointed by this news. And then Patty <laughs> says, Okay, what do you want to put on the note? I love you very much, and I'm grateful that you're going to be my wife. Oh, that's so cute. And then Ryan steps in. Do you know Elaine? Uh... Hello? My name is Ryan, and we're on the radio right now. So you're being broadcast. I just wanted to let you know that. Do you know a girl named Elaine? This is Ryan Seacrest? Yes. Do you know Elaine? We've been working together for some time. We went out a few times. Uh, We were off and on. 
I think we were casually seeing each other for two years, but I broke it off because she was she she just wouldn't leave me alone. So, Mike, Elaine is on the phone right now. Maybe you would like to explain this to her. You beep 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 beep. You have a fiance. You have a fiance. Listen, you psycho. I told you I don't want to be in a relationship with you, and now you get me on the bleeping radio. Listen, my fiance listens to the radio show, and if she hears this, I'm gonna sue you. Ryan, if you effing call me again, I can't believe I fell for this This crap. is my favorite part right here. I listen to this stupid show, and I hear this, and I can't believe I fell for this. If you put this on the radio and my fiancé hears this, I'm going to go there and kick your ass, Ryan. Do you hear what I said? I'm going to sue you. Ryan looks so scared right now. Mike, before we take this call off the air to avoid any legal action... No, you know what? F him. F him, Ryan. Hey, I want to know if you can handle the word baby because you are about to have one in six months dude I'm oh come a baby. on yes come she's on. pregnant she's oh. pregnant yes she is i stopped taking it. that birth control pill and i'm pregnant with your baby elaine you're pregnant i am <laughs> that's a pretty good ryan by the way with mike's baby really i bet it looks like what's what's that security guard what's that security guard's name tyrone i guarantee it looks like tyrone's kid I'm at work, psycho. Stop calling me. You are hooking up with Tyrone. What about all those romantic nights under the cubicles, huh? Mike, did you uh, drop your drawers under the cubicles? <laughs> Thank you, Elaine. Yes, he did, and he can't deny it. And you know what? I hope there is security tapes, because you know what? I'm going to post that beep, beep on YouTube. That's what I'm going to do, and I hope you're dumb, effing up, girlfriend, fiance, whatever. All right, we're out of time, so we have to cut right to our favorite part where, where Mike hangs up. That's okay. Hang and up, then yeah. Ryan says to Elaine, are you sure it's Mike's baby? I swear to God, guys, I swear on my baby's soul, I'm prego. It's Mike's baby. And then everyone laughs, and they all go, wow, that was crazy. <laughs> So, like I said, it turned out it was fake. That I think that's a hack thing because Rick Dees did a fake segment for years where he would call people. He would say their car's being towed or they're getting busted for stealing cable. And it was the same deal. You can't put people on the air without their knowledge. So you knew it was kind of fake the whole time. Well, Something about Kiss that, FM. They found out that there was a company that was doing that and selling it to radio stations across the country. Yeah, exactly. So that same bit was on in Detroit and Colorado and Atlanta. Isn't that odd, though? I mean, Kissel was a big station, and then they're doing uh, you know low-budget stuff like that where they're calling other stations, too, and doing the same deal. I, I always love hearing Kevin and Bean act because they're so bad at it. One of these days, I'll bring the one. They did Rick D's Last Day. They did the Kevin and Bean players doing that. Oh, I'm going to bring that. Maybe I'll do that next week. All right. Um, Another thing that came up, it was a Winnebago man. We talked about him before. And now his documentary had come out. So Ralph was reviewing it on the showbiz beat. And they played a clip from the movie. Oh, well, before we do that, here's Winnebago man for anyone who may have forgot. Get out of here, you flies. There's a fly over the headlight, Tony. We got flies coming for us. So he was the guy that was very ornery. He hated flies. Couldn't remember his lines. So they made a documentary. So now they're interviewing these guys, or these guys are interviewing him. Let's see if he's kind of mellowed with age. Here's a scene from Winnebago Man, the documentary where the filmmakers are finally talking to their hero, Jack Rebney. I don't understand. The movie's about me. Don't, 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 don't. Come on. Don't, don't tell me. You know what 
This is about who you are and what your oh, past experiences oh, have been. No, no. And what you've learned. Oh, well, like, sure. You want to talk about me? Yeah. Oh, I, wonderful. I'm trying to talk about you. Yeah, You're not well, to I talk don't. About. Why not? That's what I'm <laughs> asking you. That's what I don't understand. Ben, if you don't like it, pack up. Get the f out. Right. I love uh, him. Jack hasn't lost a step. He's so He's angry. the most unhappy person ever. So Winnebago man, same as ever. Another funny thing, which I always love, is a nice little gratuitous clipper slam. The Los Angeles Lakers won back-to-back -back titles this year. Let's give it up for the hometown Lakers. The Clippers also got pretty deep into the playoffs, but then they just couldn't watch anymore. So that's uh, the week that was 2010, just a little bit of this and that. So that's our show, Quitters Never Give Up. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye, <laughs> guys.